0: Yukina enjoys spending time with Jaro and Hiyori Hiyori enjoys spending time with Jaro and also as well with Yukina and the relationship that these three characters develop it's beautiful as it goes I think that is also something that should point us to a point that we could, should ask ourselves you know what I want to have that relationship with God. that if I have any problem instead of calling Jaro, I'll call God, because I know that I can run to him
1: What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Adanami podcast, where we watch anime with the redemptive eyes of a Christian believer. My name is Manny.
0: And my name is Sebas. And welcome to our flag review of the Anime Noragami. We would like to explain some of the rules that we are going to use to evaluate the Anime Noragami. For that reason, we will basically catalog this anime into one of the three following flags. Number one is a red flag, which means that the content of the anime is not suitable to be watched by a Christian believer. Number two, it's a yellow flag, which means that it can be watched under the discretion of the person. And number three, it's a green flag, which means that it offers good content that can be enjoyed by the Christian believer. Please also note that this this, uh, review will not contain any kind of spoiler and uh, it's going to talk in general basis of the anime. Now, money, would you like to please provide us the synopsis of this anime?
1: So the synopsis for Noragami goes like this. In times of need, if you look in the right place, you just may see a strange telephone number scrawled in red. If you call this number, you will hear a young man introduce himself as Yato God. Yato is a minor deity and a self-proclaimed delivery God who dreams of having millions of worshipers. Without a single shrine dedicated to his name, however, his goals are far from being realized. He spends his days doing odd jobs for five yen apiece until his weapon partner, becomes fed up with her useless master and deserts him. Just as things seem to be looking grim for the god, his fortune changes when a middle school girl, Hiyori Iki, supposedly saves Yato from a car accident, taking the hit for him. Remarkably, she survives, but the event has caused her soul to become loose and hence able to leave her body. Hiyori demands that Yato return her to normal, but upon learning that he needs a new partner to do so, reluctantly agrees to help him find one. And with Hiyori's help, Yato's luck may finally be turning around. Sebas, do you want to go over the rating for this anime?
0: Absolutely, Manny. And uh, I was just looking it up. It seems like uh, this anime as many others have different ratings depending on the country. There are countries in which this is TV 14 and there is countries in which this is TV 17. As of United States, it seems like uh, the closest rate for United States is TV 17. So this is an anime for a pretty mature audience. Now, what do you think about it, manny? Is this a good rating for this anime?
1: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with TV Seventeen. There are lots of serious topics in this show. It talks about suicide, killing, um, those types of topics that are that are very mature topics that I don't think a young teenager should be um, exposed to those things. Um, and
0: also, it has a little bit of a sexual and nudity. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that they uh, oh completely naked and stuff. No, but it does require ser- uh, some sort of maturity before you watch that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So Sebas, why don't you give us your flag and let us know why you chose it and your reasoning?
0: Okay, well, there are a couple of things that I would like to say about this anime. And the, the first thing is that this anime was one of the first anime that i got introduced to so this was it was it wasn't the first one but it was part of the gateway that got me into anime and up to a certain point it does have a special uh, place in my heart now when we talk about the content of the anime uh, there are a couple of things that i would like to talk about the first thing is that on this anime, we can we can see that they refer a lot to the gods. Of course, they mm-hmm. talk about the gods of the Japanese religion, the Japanese traditional religion. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some believers, this could be pretty this could be a pretty touchy topic. Yeah, some believers even believe that uh, when you go to Japan, you cannot go visiting temples from other gods because that that still could guide you to idolatry. If you ask me about it, I personally do not have that uh, a strong, uh, how can I say this? Like, uh, I, don't, I don't have that impulse as long as you have a, a strong mindset or a strong uh, worldview about what that is. If you
1: go to so the my, temple... Mm-hmm. So my question to you, as is, is what, how is idolatry defined?
0: Idolatry, it's when something, someone, any object, idea, desire, takes the place of God that God is supposed to have in your heart. If you ask me about going uh, to a temple, I wouldn't have any problem because I know pretty clear what the true temple of the Lord is, and that is his church. No, I'm not and talking the, about the building, the four, uh, the four walls. No, I'm talking about the people. That yes. is the real temple of the living God. So right. in my opinion, I wouldn't have any problem uh, doing that. And for that reason, I, Sebastian Spina, personally do not have any problem also watching anime about gods of the, of the Japanese religion. Because right. at the end of the day, I know this is an illustration of uh, what the people will believe or how the people believe their gods are but it doesn't necessarily mean that these are true gods that i should follow and that i'm gonna be a uh, enjoying and uh, applauding what they are doing no on the other hand i see this as a way to learn a little bit about their religion and uh, also see how If I ever get the opportunity to talk to a person that practices this religion, how can I, how could I also use that as a gateway to introduce Christianity to them?
1: Right, right. And that's part, and that's something that, that's something that the apostle Paul did when he went to Greece, to Mm -hmm. Athens, because he, he knew about the gods that they worshiped in Greece, and he used that as a gateway to preach the gospel. To mm-hmm. preach with Jesus, the, the one true God. And
0: uh, that is something that uh, us as believers, we have to be, uh, we have to be careful about, or we have to see, we have to be conscious about. Why? Because all the religions in the world, they are lacking in some sort of point, And everybody is looking for something that uh, their religion does not necessarily have. Christianity, on the other hand, it's a religion that it's complete on the way that you see the world. So Christianity offers you responses to all the important questions on life, such as where do we come from? What is our purpose in life? Why are we here? Uh, Can we know God? Does God communicate with us? All those questions are responded in the Bible. And that's something that um, we have. So when we see other o- other people's religions, or when we see any other religion, we see, we see that not all of them have that. And that is something that we can also point the people to. In the case of the Apostle Paul, he saw that they have an altar to the unknown God. And that's what he used. Okay, these people is praising a God that they don't know about. But we do know who that God is. We know who is the creator. We know what he has done for us. And that's right. what the Apostle Paul came to share with the people. Right, Jesus did on the cross for us. Right. Now, when we talk about the anime naragami in specific, we can see that the deity or the God that they are showing is Jaro. And we can see that in many ways, Jaro is different from God. For example, Jaro is a God that is seeking the glory. And he has that desire to get the glory by doing good things to people or to doing jobs for people. On the other hand, we have our God, which is the true God. And God does not need our glory. He wants it. But he does not need it because he is already glorious by whom he is. And the most logical thing for us is to praise him and worship him for who he is. Doesn't necessarily mean that God that, uh, that God is seeking uh, or is not seeking our uh, the glory that we are supposed to give him. He seeks it, but differently from Jaro, he's not desperate for it. Uh, differently from Jaro he doesn't need it to the point that he has to beg for us or do good things to us so that we can give him the glory if he wants to do it he can do it but it doesn't necessarily mean that eh, he has to seek for that glory so that he can continue on and that is something that i noticed that it's pretty big it's a big difference between god and jaro that our god is eternal that our god is all-powerful that our god cares for us and i'm not saying that jaro does not care about other people but the way he cares for other people is different it's not necessarily like a i know you 101 i care for you 101 no jaro cares because he wants the glory uh, because he wants the honor and at the end of the day that's not the same way our god is so when we see this character of god we can see that it has many flaws compared to the character of our God, but at the same time, we can see that up to a certain point, he also shows, or he also uh, reflects the character of our God. And uh, how does he reflect the character of God? I will say, for example, how he cares for those that he loves. Mm-hmm. We can see this in the case of a uh, Hijorian Yukine. And as the anime progresses, we see that they start having stronger bonds, and Jado really cares about Jokini and Hijori, and uh, vice versa. Hijori and Jokini really cares about God. Uh, I mean, about Jaro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For that reason, I also think that even though Jado's love is not perfect. You can still see little bit traces of the character of God in these characters, the care that they have for each other, the love that they have for each other. Um, there are little specks of how our God does truly have that big love for us. It's not perfect, but we can see how, uh, how it can be seen uh, from a character's point of view. Right. Also, another thing that we can talk about in this anime is that uh, Jaro gets a regalia to help him in exchange, he adopts them. In this case, Jaro gets a regalia because he needed it. In the case of our God, God didn't need us. God doesn't need us. And yet, God still decided to adopt us. Jaro adopts Yukine so he can help him with his work. God doesn't need to adopt you. God doesn't need to have you as a child. God doesn't even need to have you as an employee. And yet God is merciful with us. And he decided to love us, to take care of us, to adopt us, to make us part of his family without the needing of. God didn't need to. And yet he yeah. decided to do it.
1: Yeah, and and this is an important... It's an important thing to touch on because I've had conversations with people before where they have this, they have this mentality that God needs man, that God needs man to do the work in this world. But that's not the case. God does not need us. God is not a needy God. God can do what he, what he, what he needs to do without man. The issue is that he wants to include man, because we are his creation that are made in the image of God himself. How many I mean, me in my case that that I have a son, you know, I don't need my son to help me do the dishes. I don't need my son to help me throw out the trash. I don't need I don't need him to do those things. I am trying to teach my son how to be responsible, how to do work, how to, how to be a, how to be a man. Um, and I'm teaching him about values, about being a hard worker, about being honorable. It's about, it's about teaching him more than I need you to do this. And, and God is not a needy God and he does not need man, uh, to preach his, his, his word. Because when we read the word of God and we look at the moment, when he used a donkey, an animal, he used a donkey to speak. To speak, he does not. He does not need man. God works through man, and that's how he loves to work because he loves working through his Holy Spirit in man, so that we can have that experience with God. And another thing that I wanted to touch on the the when you were saying that that God does not need our worship, because when God demands us to worship him, it's not that it's not that he needs to be worshiped. It's not that he's worship hungry. It's that when we worship God, that's when we can find true peace when he when he demands us to worship him it's because it's for our own good. why? because we tend to i um idolize other things when we when we idolize and put things over God in our lives that's when everything starts going wrong because we're not led by his holy spirit we're led we're led by our idols we go into um into sin. And we don't even and we don't even realize it. But when we worship God and we make that a habit, to worship God, and it's not just in the sense of music or or whatever or singing. Um, worship is a lifestyle. It's how you live. You do it with with what you do in in your free time. You know, do you do you worship God in your alone time? Are you constantly thinking about? Um, about god about about his his goodness about his teachings are we const, constantly praying and i'm not and i'm not talking about um i'm not talking about you know getting down on your knees and and um putting your hands together and closing your eyes it's 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 just a relationship that you have with god
0: exactly the glory, the glory that we give to God, the worship that we give to God is not only a thing that you do only when you close your eyes and you worship him. It's also in the way that you work. How, yes, What is the motivation behind your heart to do certain things? When you preach the gospel, that can even become sinful if you don't do it with the right heart. Because one thing is to preach the gospel because you want God's glory to be shared or to be shown in the world. But it's different when you want to show up, oh, this is how good of a preacher I am, or oh, this is how good I am with, uh, with words. That is not how it's supposed to be. Worshiping, it's a lifestyle, and it involves all the areas of your life. It's not just a matter of a couple of minutes closing your eyes and praying in your room. If you do it, that's awesome because we all need to do it. But that, right. is, that is not the only moment in which we are worshiping God.
1: Yeah, and just to add to that, I used to go to a church where when they prayed, or at least like maybe like half the time, half the time that they prayed, they prayed with their eyes open. And it was mostly because they were trying to implement um when you have your eyes open and you're praying with your eyes open, you pray or right or like he's around you not not just an image in your head you know what i mean so for for sometimes so sometimes sometimes because of that habit sometimes when i pray i'll pray with my eyes open or i'll put i'll pray looking up because that's not closing your eyes and, and bowing your head is not the only way to pray to god like i'll be at work and i'll just be i i just i'll just start praying to god in the in the middle of you know, while I'm working and I'll do, I'll I'll say little things, you know, like, like, Oh, father, help me with this. Or, or I'll catch myself thinking about something. I'm like, Oh Lord, what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to answer to that. Or what if this happens? Or what if this, um, someone asks me something and, and I don't know the answer to it. How do I, how do I answer to that? Or my coworkers around me, how do I, um, how do I help them? How can I serve them? How can I, show Christ to them. Father, show me. Little things like that. If I'm driving, I'll I'll think about a situation that happened or something or what's about to happen, and I'll ask the Lord to, to guide me. It's little instances like that where I'm not going to, in the middle of driving, close my eyes and bow my head to pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's That's just not going to happen, man. So it's that's crazy. It's, that's literally <laughs> living by faith, <laughs> driving by faith. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. If that's the case, I, I don't have enough faith yet But because <laughs> I'm not trying that. But it's 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 the little things. It's little things that you can that you, it's, it's about a relationship with God. It's 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 not about religion. It's, it's not about the religious practices. It's not about one time prayers. It's about, do you have a relationship with God? Mm -hmm.
0: Now, when we talk about this, there is also different ways of taking it because there are different extremes and there is the extreme that says, oh, because I'm praying at all moments, I don't really need to uh, close the door of my, of my room, uh, bow my head and close my eyes. And there is also the one that says, oh no, if you don't close your eyes, then you're not praying. Uh, And that is completely wrong. Because the Bible does not tell us that both of those methods are wrong. But it does tell us that both of those methods have to be part of our daily lives. You, right. cannot be, you cannot be a true believer and only pray in little moments, like when you are working, when you are driving, when you are at school. Right. If you are a believer, you have to do that. But you also have to have your time. I will say your downtime in which you can you can sit down, you can read the Bible, you can focus on your prayer, you can focus on your reading of the Bible, on what you've been learning, on what God is showing you. Right. We as believers, we need both times, the times in which right. we do it spontaneously in our works and the times in which we do it spontaneously. And also we take time to do it at our home. Both of them are necessary for us and they, we need, both types of practices of prayer, because at the end of the day, we have to be praying all the time without ceasing. And how does that happen when you do it all the time in the situation that you are, and when you also take time to sit down, meditate upon the word, meditate upon the Lord, meditate on what you've been praying about and what God has been showing you. That is also an important part of the Christian life. So, I also would like to share a Bible verse. It is on Philippians chapter two, verses six to eight. And Philippians chapter two, verses six to eight says like this, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equally with God, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men and being found in the human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Differently from Yaro, God did not consider being a God, as something superior or as something that it was uh, necessary for him to get the glory and the honor. But even though God was God, he decided to become human. He became flesh and he became just like you and I, so he could share with us, he could teach us, and he would also point us to where the salvation is. And he sympathizes with us. He sympathizes with us. I've noticed that in this anime, there are things that Jaro does not completely understand because he's a God. He does not go through that. And there are things in which Yukine does not understand because he's a human or he was a human, Uh, he does not understand what a God bears on their arms. But our God is not like them. Our God knows what we humans, we feel. Our God knows what we struggle about, and he has struggled with that as well. And we see that also in the Bible. Jesus was tempted, just like you and I were tempted the only difference between you and jesus is that jesus did not did not fall into sin we did we do fall into sin all the time but jesus did not right differently from jaro and yukine god does know what we feel god does know what we struggle with god does know what we deal with and god shows mercy Because he knows what we are dealing with. Right. At the end of the day, I think the most important uh, trait of these characters is the relationship that they get to develop. And I think that is also a beautiful thing that we have to look for. What is the relationship that I am having with God? And that is something that we should examine ourselves and that we should pray about. Do I want my relationship with God be a cold relationship in which I read the Bible just because I have to? In which I pray and don't feel anything? When we study the Bible, we see that when God is with us and when we worship God, God feels joyous. God feels happy. So if our God feels happy, we are supposed to be happy también. Wow, I'm Spanish over there so bad. <laughs> We're supposed yeah. to be happy with Him as well. For that reason, it is okay to feel emotions. It is okay to enjoy of that time with God. Because God is enjoying that time as well with us. And that is something that we should look for and we should pray about. Because not all the time, and I say this because of experience, not all the time my prayers are, I don't want to say emotional, but I don't feel like deep down with my prayers. And that's part of my human nature. Not all the time I will be connected, if we can say it that way, or I, I will feel emotional connected to the prayer. There will be moments in which I will have to fight through my laziness, my distractions, in order for me to get to that point. But at the end of the day, we should all pray to God and ask Him to make us desire that time with Him. Just like the bond that these two characters have, Yukine enjoys spending time with Jaro and Hijori. Hijori enjoys spending time with Jaro, and also as well with Yukine, and the relationship that. These three characters develop. It's beautiful as it goes. I think that is also something that should point us to a point that we should ask ourselves, you know what? I want to have that relationship with God, that if I have any problem, instead of calling Jaro, I'll call God, because I know that I can run to him. Right. That if I feel sad, I know that I can call him because he is going to give me good advice, that if I need something, I'll go to him because he will provide for all my needs. That if I need something, I can go to him because he will provide for me. He's not only a God, but he's also a father. Right. And if a father takes care of his children, how much our good father that is in heaven, isn't he going to provide for us? I think that is something beautiful about the relationship that we can have with God. And I think that's something that, this anime can point us to Christ for. That we can seek to deep our relationship with God and to enjoy it as much as Hiyori enjoys to spend time with Jaro and Yukine. So if you ask me what the review for this anime is, I will say it is a yellow flag. I do enjoy the anime. I do think it has a really good story. I love the characters. I love the drama. It has certain stuff that I think, uh, oh, maybe it's a bit too much. Uh, sometimes the sometimes I've seen um scenes which I think are too much on the sexual side and some jokes, bad words. But I don't think it's something so bad that uh, you, you cannot say, oh, I believe shouldn't watch this. I believe a believer can watch this, but he should be conscious, number one, that this is a story about fake gods, And number two, that uh, there are things on this anime that won't resemble God. But at the same time, we will find many beautiful things that will show us or that could point us to God. Now, what about you, Manny? What
1: is your opinion on this anime? For me, I I agree with a lot of things that that you said. Um especially the parts about the fact that this anime talks about gods and goddesses. It definitely it definitely dives into that for for showing how the Japanese culture views these gods and goddesses. Because these are these are actual gods and goddesses that um that some Japanese worship on as as a normal thing. And I believe that we need to be careful with with that because it's very clear that the Bible teaches us that there is only one God and and that one God came in the flesh as Jesus Christ and lived a perfect life died a perfect death and resurrected and because of the fact that he resurrected and there's there were witnesses to his resurrection, everything that he says, we have evidence that it's is true. Because if there were not for the fact that he resurrected the whole idea of Christian Christianity is over. There, it, it would just be a dumb thing that someone made up and it wouldn't count to for anything. But because Jesus rose from the dead, everything that he says has value. Everything that he says is true. And we can trust in everything that he says. So, So we have to be careful with thinking that there are other gods because they're not because in reality it's like the script is like the scripture says it's like apostle paul said all those idols are nothing all those idols that the, the other people worship those are made up and at the end of the day they're they're made up and they're they're not real they're 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 nothing so and he was speaking to this in regards to you know there will be people who who dedicate food to idols and you might come to a home where they're dedicating the food to the idol but if you have the conscience of these idols are nothing we know that there is only one true god then it should not affect you you have the conscience of you're you're free because you know who is the one true god you know that these idols don't exist you know that this dedication it doesn't it, it doesn't make uh, a difference because the idols are nothing right so we have to be very careful with that i can say that there are a lot of a lot of things that we need to be careful with this anime like those things like the sexual scenes where it's not it's not like it's not crazy sexual but it does it does make lots of sexual references um there is a scene. I, I think it's in the first episode where they're like, <laughs> "Where Yato and and Hiyori are running away," and then mm-hmm. for a split second, you can see Hiyori's panties.
0: Yeah, that happens a lot on this anime, especially since Hiyori lacks a uh, martial arts or something like that.
1: Yeah, and you can see it, and it, and it's for a, a split second. It's like, whoa! It's just yeah so we need to be careful with those things and the other thing is that it talks there's there's a this anime talks a lot about suicide and killing and that can be very touchy for some people and you know if you have a struggle with that maybe you might want to be careful with watching this anime because it's not that they're promoting suicide but it can be very, it can become a very, very sensitive episode for you if you struggle with that.
0: Especially Jado's advice is not the best all the time. So when we see that, we can also see the imperfection of the character.
1: Right. On the other hand, I really like the good lessons that we can learn from this anime in the sense that this anime can really teach us about having mercy on people who have a complicated past. For example, Yato Yato has a very complicated past. I won't get into it, uh, but he has a very complicated past where he made, he used to do some very crazy stuff, but he's trying to change. He's trying to be better. Because of that, it results in his friends trying to, make sure that he goes on the right path make sure that he makes the right decisions that he doesn't go back to what he used to be and part of that is having mercy on that person for what they used to do and helping that person to grow in goodness so i feel like that can be a very good thing to learn so i really enjoy how the the image of of a bond between A god and a a regalia um, can be very. If one of them starts doing something crazy, then the the other one will start feeling it, and that is interesting to me because I feel like I feel like in a sense that can relate to our relationship with God because if we start going astray, it's not that He changes; it's not that God changes our uh, his opinion of us but our relationship with him changes because when we start going astray we condemn ourselves or we have in our conscience we feel like we can't go to God because of because I've been acting a fool but if we're children of God if we put if we put our faith in God we can always come to him always for example I can give the example of my son my son is eight years old my son is seven years old and my son acts a fool a lot and I have to correct him all the time but it's funny because there are times when he'll do something really like terrible and I'll look at him I'm like don't ever do that again and I'll look at him very seriously don't ever do that again you're not supposed to be doing that. Don't ever do that again. And for a moment, he'll react. You, you know, he'll be very, very sad, very upset about what he did. And then in the next second, he'll be like, nothing happened. In the sense of he'll come to me and he'll hug me and he'll tell me that he loves me and he'll want to do something with me. That's how our relationship with God should be. Because when we act a fool with God, we should come before God, we should make amends with God, we should ask for forgiveness, and then we should move on. We should keep going forward. We should learn from what we did and move forward because we can come to God for with with anything and everything. That's how our relationship grows with God as a father and as a child, because we are his children when we put our faith in Jesus we are his children and that's what the relationship that we should have with God.
0: And that, that you said, I think it's really important. And um, I remember I heard about this in the book, uh, Instruments in the Hand of the Redeemer from Ted trip, And that is something that I have, I haven't seen before. And it's usually when people start acting full, as you say, They start saying, oh, eh, I cannot go back to God. Eh, Oh, eh, I shouldn't see God or I shouldn't look at him. Or I I feel ashamed of going and reading the Bible and praying like a hypocrite. But in those moments, that's when we need to get a hold of God the most. Right. Just because we committed a sin, we made a mistake or we literally made it wrong. It doesn't mean that the relationship between God and me changes. I am still God's child. I am still loved by him. He still saved me. There is nothing that can change that. Our relationship with God stays the same. Now, our communion with God is what changes, the way that we relate to Him, the way that we praise Him, the way that we give Him honor and glory. That changes because God's glory is not well shown wherever there is sin. But our relationship with God can still stay the same and God does not change which means that he will always be open to forgive us. He will be open to look for us. He will be open to listen, hear us out. He will be open to be there for us. And that's something wonderful because it doesn't matter how bad you have messed it up. You can always go and run to Jesus.
1: Right. Yeah. And it's also important to point out that For example, there are people that say, I can't come to God now. I have to fix my life first and then I'll come to God. I I had to settle some things first before I can come to God. But that's the complete opposite because you're putting, you're putting your faith in what you can do and then you come to God, but that's not the way it works. You come to God so that you can be fixed. Mm-hmm. so that you can god is the one that settles things for you you're not the one who settles the things you know you 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 know you say that you have to do this and that before you come to god but in reality god god accepts number 1 god accepts you in the way that you are and when you come to god and you ask him for his help then he is the one that, that when you put your faith in him he gives you the holy spirit to settle those things it's not let me fix my life and then i'll go to god it's i'll go to god and then god will fix my life and then everything starts turning out the way it's supposed to mm-hmm. that's that's what it's supposed to be like so yeah um so on in that regard i believe that this anime just like you has lots of things with lots of things that we need to be careful with, which is why we need to remember that this show is rated t v seventeen so mature audience for this anime we need to have the wisdom to reject the teachings of the gods and the goddesses that there are different gods. we know that there is only one true God. We need to reject the the sexual references that are not okay with God. Anything that is sexual outside of a marriage is not okay with God. and we need to reject those things and all the teachings of suicide, which i I don't I don't believe that this anime is promoting suicide, but just to clarify, suicide is not okay, um, there is help. That you can get for suicide there's a suicide hotline that you can call you should try to go to a local church and get some help get some prayer get someone to to talk get someone that you can talk to about this and try not try you know if it's a struggle try not to watch animes that have that type of content which is which norigami might be one of those
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um on the other hand this anime has great lessons about friendships about redemption of people that that go astray and i really enjoy those lessons so with that mix i also give noragami a yellow flag i think it's
0: really it's a really good anime But as you said, we have to be careful. Uh, I remember my grandma always used to tell me when you watch stuff like that, try to get what is good and what is bad, put it aside. So this is one of those animes. You have to learn from the good and put the bad aside.
1: And 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 this applies to anything and everything that we watch, not just anime. I mean, we do the same thing with music. And that music is a whole nother topic, but that's not what the podcast is about. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, we, we have to, we have to ask the Lord for, for, for discernment so that we know how to discern these things. We know how to reject things that are not good that, um, and for us to be able to recognize what is good that we can accept and what is not.
0: Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, whenever we watch this anime, always try to remember, there are things that point towards God, there are things which point towards us, we can see our sin over there, we can see how damaged we are, we can see how broken we are, and there are things that will point us to Christ. And at the end of the day, there is something that we can learn from this.
1: Yeah so yeah i i'm i agree i i enjoy noragami i i enjoyed watching it i really enjoyed the lessons but we just had to be cautious with this one
0: and according to emmanuel if you have a fear to geometry i think it was you cannot you watch this
1: geometry <laughs> what is the matter with you <laughs> <laughs> no it's a phobia uh, uh what was it called I don't even remember. Tra- um, tribophobia is it? Tribophobia, Tripophobia. Because when when the regalia starts acting up, they start to turn into demons if they go like we're super crazy. And part of their transformation is that they get eyeballs. They grow eyeballs on their on their bodies and that for me was very hard to watch <laughs> because i have a little bit of trypophobia. Uh so yeah. But um other you than have that,
0: trypophobia.
1: <laughs> you have trypophobia? You might want to try to stay away from this one. <laughs> but uh well no, i was able to look away and i was fine. No big deal. Whatever. It is what it is.
0: But yeah, we did enjoy the anime there are good things there are bad things and at the end of the day let us know what you guys think after you watch it feel free to send us a message a commentary about what you think if you think there was something that could be improved or if you agree with our opinion but let us know what you guys feel about this as well
1: thank you guys for listening we'll see you guys on the next one grace and peace bye Thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of the Adoname Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Adoname Podcast. Until next time, grace and peace.